0: blog talk radio I've been looking forward to this one all night
1: if he can make the tag and he does in this time, the ref sees it and McBride is in the ring and he's going to work referee has lost total control of this match he just caught him that's it, Power driver covers in, two counts, three and it's over.
0: Wrestling fans, and welcome to the one hundred third episode of the Joe Allen Show. I'm Joe Allen, so pleased that you are here listening to us. And I'm going to bring in my co host as always, the often imitated but never duplicated, the one and only Barry Bull, the nature boy. Welcome to the broadcast this week. Oh, Barry!
1: <laughs> it's the one and only Barry Bow, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Who else comes into a song like that? me <laughs> a
2: Showtime, buddy. Hey, do you realize that we're broadcasting live right now on the uh, live talk radio? That's
0: awesome. Yeah, I do, I do realize that I'd like to broadcast right now. I'd like to have a show.
2: Well, it sounds to me like you got one, so why not start it off?
0: Let's go. Well, you know how to what make it. on the agenda for the night? Well... Got quite a few things wanna discuss, um namely a hot topic of the night, at least around these Did parts. you say hot dogs? I said hot I could have sworn I just <laughs> Hot toppings on hot dogs. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Hot topic tonight, Bull, at least around these parts up here in North Kakalaki, North Carolina here in eastern North Carolina, over especially over in Clayton land. We're three weeks away. October 7th is getting closer and closer for the big one in Clayton. At Clayton Fitness, the NCWA, North Carolina Wrestling Association, brings to town a card of megastars. Bull, this is... I don't know if you know the impact of this down there in Georgia, but this is a this is a pretty big event up here in these parts. You got, I mean, I posted something on the show page a little earlier. I don't know if you've if you've been on our show page as of lately, and I know you're kind of sort of involved in the Joe Allen Show Facebook page and a little social media there. Um, but I posted a little while back, a little while ago. Um as a hey, can, hey, Joe, hey Joe. Hey
2: Joe. Hey Joe. Hey, hey Joe. I go on the <laughs> Facebook page every day to see if you put a picture of me on there. And you still have it.
0: Well actually bull, that's not that's not exactly true. I mean I you are on the cover photo. I mean like the first thing you see when you bring up the page is a picture of you. Big smile. Yeah, but I'm
2: not in the opening credits. You know the theme song, the 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 video. I, 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 my my picture's not in it.
0: Well, what's going to happen when former WWE superstars, The Powers of Pain, Warlord, and Barbarian, step into the ring with N.C.W.A. originals, The Mid Atlantic Outlaws, Lewis Moore, and Matt Houston? They're billing this. As a tag team match, 10 years in the making. And I know you're probably not um, in the loop as far as the Mid-Atlantic Outlaws, but around here, um, they've got a name for themselves. And this match is going to be, it's highly anticipated. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to calling it. going to be good. But that ain't even close to being it. Former Ring of Honor World Champion Davey Richards makes his NCWA debut to challenge C.W. Anderson for the PWI Championship. But that ain't it. Bull, are you hearing me? Former co-holder of the I'm WWE hearing World, World Tag Team Championship, Grant Madison yeah, Sexy, him? Ryan Woo, Christopher sexy. will go one-on-one yeah. with half of the Fantastics, Bobby Fulton. you Only remember half. Bobby Fulton?
2: I remember Bobby Fulton. Didn't he live in Atlanta? I think they named the county after him.
0: Would you stop? Bobby Fulton, Tommy Rogers, the Fantastics. And they were. They were fantastic. They were one of the bright spots back in the old NWA. I particularly remember that era because I watched NWA wrestling at that time. Um... Back in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, Also, bowling a traditional Survivor Series elimination match. On one side of the ring, it'll be Team Captain Daniel Messina with his team. On the other side, it'll be Team Captain Zane Dawson and his team. But on the outside of the ring, Messina has invited some insurance. And in the form of Guess Who? How would you like this as an insurance policy, Barry? Former WWE... World tag team champion. You might Stay know far? him better as <laughs> you might know him as Typhoon or Tugboat or Shockmaster. Fred Odman will be there in Clayton on the outside of the ring seconding team Messina. And on the other side, in the corner of Zane Dawson and company, will be the legendary George South. It's gonna be awesome. Well, you it definitely is need be...
2: insurance for a typhoon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's going to be a night to remember, fans, uh, if you hadn't gotten your tickets yet. A uh, couple of ways to get them. First of all, third-row seats still available in the VIP section. That includes the meet-and-greet opportunity at 5.30 p.m. on the 7th, and plus general admission doors open at 6.30 p.m. There are general admission tickets still left at just $10 each at Clayton Fitness, don't miss it. I mean, this is your opportunity to get in on a, a good night, a, just a great night of wrestling action. I am looking forward to it. It's going to be good stuff. Hey.
2: Hey, it definitely sounds like an action-packed card. I mean, anytime you can have the Powers of Pain and and some of those guys to sh- show up, I, you know, you mentioned the tag team they're going to be facing. I wouldn't want to be in their boots. You know, they don't call them the Powers of Pain for
0: nothing. Hmm. Well, I remember. You know, it's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be the '88 version of Powers of Pain. That's for sure. But this is still a very well, comparable.
2: These guys could be 88 years old, and they still would deliver powers of pain. Trust me.
0: I'm looking forward to seeing them, you know, and how Matt and uh, Lewis handle these guys. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a show. I mean, it's gonna be a show. I think it's gonna be jacked. The fans are gonna be into it. Uh, NCWA wrestling is not uh, it's not a hole in the wall type promotion. They've got their act together. Uh, It's gonna be energetic going to be i'm looking forward to it Boy, last week we asked a little prediction moving off the subject of local independent wrestling for a little bit um ask you who you thought was going to win Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie sane for the winner the title of being the winner of the may young classic by the way 32
2: i have an answer for you now
0: 30 oh, oh you do Oh well, let's yeah. Let's hear it. Of course. You're yeah. asking
2: me for my opinion. Who I think is going to win, right? Uh huh. Well, I think the Shania. Yeah. I think the Shania train woman's going to win.
0: <laughs> Would you quit? It is not. <laughs>
2: Man, she feels like a woman. Let me tell you.
0: It's Kyrie, sane, and she did defeat Shayna Baszler. An interesting point on this bull. I wanted to ask you about this. Ronda Rousey at ringside during this contest. What do you uh, what do you see the WWE doing with Ronda Rousey? Obviously, I mean it's it's very apparent. It seems to me that she's coming on board with the company at some point.
2: Well, from um, some of the things I've seen, it almost looks like they could be setting up a potential four horse women of the WWE versus four horse women of the MMA. <laughs> and that could potentially be a WrestleMania match.
0: Well, I'll tell you what I'd have done in my creative thinking. You have the stage, May Young Classic, you have the Fan favorite, Kyrie Sane, out there in the ring with Triple H and Stephanie and the gigantic bouquet of roses and the beautiful trophy. I mean, that trophy was awesome. May Young Classic Championship trophy. I'd have had Ronda interrupt the proceedings just a little bit and uh, spoil the moment for Miss Sane instantly making her the top heel in the women's division and setting the stage for a future matchup with Kyrie and then on from there for the WWE Women's Championship. If it were me. It's not, and so it's not. But uh, I think it's very interesting. Ronda's got some history. WWE WrestleMania 32. She's in the ring with The Rock. Hip-tossed. Triple H, I don't know if you remember that, but uh, she she had Stephanie right where she wanted her, and uh, Stephanie wanted no part of Ronda Rousey. Of course, that was at a time when Ronda had not yet got defeated at what she does. So a little bit of the luster has been taken off of that whole matchup. But anyway, Kyrie Sane, a Mae Young Classic winner out of 32 Women wrestlers, very good women wrestlers. We're going to see some of them on the main roster, I'm sure, especially Tony Storm, my personal favorite. Well, one thing
2: about it is this Kyrie woman already has a theme song. I mean, Europe wrote it all the way back in the 80s. Don't you remember it? I think it went something like, Kyrie, Kyrie. Brother.
0: Bulls. You what? sure know your history. <laughs> it's Carrie. Well, it was I Carrie. I up on it. It was yeah, I it, I can tell you put some extra time into it. Carrie was that Europe song that came off the same album as what dub what the NWA used as the theme song for WrestleWar eighty nine, the big matchup between Ricky Steamboat and Rick Flair. The final countdown. I love that video piece that they put together. I still go and watch it uh, sometimes. It's one of those things that you just you can watch and watch and watch and watch.
2: Bull, hey, no mercy Joe. coming up. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe, real quick. Hey, Joe. Real, no, yeah. real quick. Speaking of the nature boy, did you see the picture that was released today with him and Charles Barkley?
0: No, I missed that one, Bull.
2: Well, you ought to get on social media more. Anyway, Charles Barkley visited the nature boy in the hospital today. You know, Ric Flair is still doing rehab in Atlanta. And he didn't look, I mean, all things considering, he didn't look terrible, terrible. I mean, you could tell he's been through an ordeal. He's definitely lost some weight. But it was good to see him up and smiling. And uh, hopefully he'll still make progression and one day be back on TV.
0: How's the outlook? Have you heard anything any, any other news lately? I have not followed the story with Rick. Um what's the what's the what's going on with him? Well, as we've mentioned on the show and, and as um
2: they've put out on social media, you know, he still has a recovery in front of him. Um it's gonna take some time. He's still in rehab. Uh probably a couple months maybe, um, maybe a little bit longer. But main thing is he's up. He's smiling. He's got a good attitude. He cut that, you know, very small promo about a week ago uh, to let everybody know that he hasn't died yet, which I'm glad, <laughs> to be honest. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I I think, you know, everything that he's been through and considering what happened to him is definitely positive, and it's encouraging to see him. I'm glad they uh, posted the picture today. Um you know, like I said, you can tell he's been through it and he's lost a lot of weight, so he doesn't quite look the same, but you know, given what he's been through, overall I think he looked fairly well and hopefully he'll uh continue to do his rehab and, and get back on the men. And style and profile, like woo only a real world heavyweight champion can do, pal.
0: Well real world champions wearing quite an offensive shirt in that little promo that uh, I wasn't very proud of him um, with a fan base that he has. Um, a lot of people. Well, look sometimes to you got overlooked stuff like that.
2: We won't even start talking about Hulk Hogan now. Carry on.
0: <laughs> oh, you had to start something. I hear you. No, you started it. I didn't start nothing. I just, I just mentioned the obvious. You know, it really wasn't the shirt that bothered me, bull. Really, I mean, I mean, if you if you followed the career of Ric Flair, I mean, you understand that he's not, you know, the most moral individual in the business. I and mean, you know, not a lot of the guys are. But the main issue for me with that whole deal was, you know, he's wearing the shirt. That's his deal. But then he's also wearing a cross, and the two don't. The two don't mesh. It's like, you know, it's like my guy, Hogan. You know, I love Hogan in the ring. I think he's made the biggest impact on this sport, for what I I think of the sport, than anybody. You know, I think we enjoy the things that we enjoy today, WWE Network, successful pay-per-views, big-time entertaining a lot of events. I still like the old stuff. I go watch the old stuff, but it is what it is. And I think Hulk Hogan is the primary reason that wrestling thrives so much in the 80s and uh, into the 90s but he wears a cross and then you know does the things that he does so if it i, I hate i hate that it's that way that these guys are confused i know things. i
2: know exactly what you're saying that. it's just like putting figgy pudding on a hot dog I mean, I put a lot of things on my hot dogs, but I promise you, figgy pudding is not one of them.
0: Fans, when we return from this commercial break, we're going to talk briefly about No Mercy and a big Hell of a Cell match signed featuring one of the McMahons. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. If you like professional wrestling, a little bit of humor... And a whole lot of good old-fashioned talk radio fun. Tune in to the Joe Allen Show Thursday nights, 11 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. The latest news on indie wrestling in the Carolinas. The most intriguing topics in wrestling are up for discussion. And some of the top rookie and veteran ring talent will become my special guest. It's all that and a whole lot more every Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. It's the Joe Allen Show live on Blog Talk Radio, and be sure to follow Joe Allen on Facebook and Twitter
1: at
2: Joe the Announcer. Hey Joe! All right, fam. Hey Joe! Hey Joe! Hey Joe! Hey Joe! Guess what? You know you mentioned Typhoon earlier. And I'll be honest with you, the way our weather has been these past several weeks, it almost reminds me of something like this.
0: <laughs> Hurricane. Yeah, okay, boy. Thanks. I think we had our episode on the weather channel a couple of weeks in a row. I'd rather not get back on the weather. It Looks like Hurricane uh, Jose is probably gonna miss us up here. But uh
2: Yeah, well Arma didn't
0: miss us. Did she miss you? I don't miss her. Uh no, no I don't miss her. Our prayers are with the folks in Florida and some of the guys in Georgia and Alabama who had to go through some of that. And uh tough days. Tough days. No power, you know flooding, rebuilding, a lot of money, a lot of effort, a lot of volunteer work. It's a big challenge.
2: Hey. Yeah. hey, 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 Joe, hey, Joe. Speaking of speaking of being tough, um, I, I have to ask this question real quick. I mean, just based on some things you said, why do you have to be so controversial all the time?
0: Controversial? Well, because I state yeah. some facts. Like what? I'm, I mean, I haven't told a lie.
2: Well, you haven't told the whole
0: truth either. No, what well, what would the whole truth be, Bull? Okay, so I don't like the whole fact that Ric Flair's got a, a cross and a shirt that's highly profane. And you know, the whole reason for that is I mean, it's a misrepresentation. You 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 when you wear a cross around your neck, you're saying I identify with Jesus Christ because Christ died for our sin, the the sin of the world on that cross. If it weren't for that, yeah, but then you yeah, yeah,, so, yeah,
2: but then you turn around and say that Hulk Hogan was uh the greatest
0: wrestler in the
2: world, or whatever, and he did the same thing. That's all I'm saying, Just stop yeah, being so say, controversial
0: look let's 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 be clear on this. These two guys on a professional wrestling level are the greatest ever, and you're gonna argue which one was better, which one had the more impact, obviously, Rick was the better technical wrestler in my opinion. Hulk had more charisma and although Rick had his share um, he had more I, I believe Hogan had the bigger impact on the business from a from a bigger scale who impact more wrestlers you can you can argue that all day because there's, there's a, a locker room and a gym sized locker room full of people that say that Ric Flair was the guy, the reason they got in the business and there's a whole other side over here that says that Hulk, if it weren't for Hulk Hogan they'd have never gotten in the business so it, it's kind of a it's a very opinionated subject but what i'm talking about is a crossover into real life because jesus christ died for the sin of the world and then you've got someone that doesn't really have a lot of maturity about them as far as understanding that and they see a guy where like hogan or a Flair, and they see him wear a cross so they are identifying with jesus on one side and at the same time they they're doing this they're showing this other side that's and the, it's kind of like they're trying to mesh the two, and the two don't mesh. And so that that's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to be controversial, and I know this is a wrestling program, and I'm a big wrestling fan. That's why we do this. But um, I think when things like that happen, you know, those of us, you know, those of us that, you know, claim our identity in Christ, it, you know, it gets on the nerves a little bit. I mean, I... I don't mean to be controversial, but I do want to, you know, I do want to distinguish to anybody that's listening out there and saw that interview or seen pictures of Flair with the shirt and the profaneness that was on the shirt and then the cross. I think there should be a distinction, you know, fine, wear the shirt, but take the cross off. <laughs> that's all I'm saying, you know, and Hogan, if you're going to shoot, you know, if you're going to live the life that you live, take the cross off, you know, because. The the two just it's a bad message, and I just it doesn't it doesn't deter my thoughts of them in the ring and the you know the enjoyment that I've had of of watching these guys on the screen because I realize I'm you know I realize the difference there's real life and then there's sports entertainment you know and they're no different than anybody um, I've got things that the Lord's not pleased with um, but I'm certainly not gonna go out here and parade two different messages at the you know, simultaneously to the world. People that are out on the stage, I've said this before about guys, um, they get out there and claim to be Christian, and then they go out and they do this other kind of stuff. That's even worse. Vocalizing your Christianity and then saying stupid stuff or being obnoxious and just drives me crazy. But, um, you know, and I know I'm probably getting some flack because you know, people will, you know, call me up or message me and say, well, what do you think you are, perfect? That's not what it's about. People who are in the public eye are on a different expectation because they're out there for everybody to see. You know, Donald Trump is on a much bigger scale of visual uh, example than, than a mayor of a small town. That's all I'm saying. There's, just a, there's a higher calling. It's a, it's a bigger responsibility. That's all it is, bull. But good question. Hey, I, I don't deter the question, but I'm not trying to be controversial for sure. So, I'm glad you... I don't know.
2: It It sounds like controversy to me.
0: (laughs) Boy, you're controversial. What did you say you didn't want to put on your hot dog while ago? Can't even remember. Figgy pudding. Figgy Figgy pudding. Figgy (laughs)
2: pudding. Why, you won't be like figgy pudding?
0: (laughs) I don't care for figgy pudding. Let's get back to wrestling. Enough. We only got a couple of minutes left on the broadcast. What do you think... Of uh, here, and here may be a little bit more controversial talk. Dolph Ziggler lately. I don't know if you followed this. I used to be the biggest fan of the future of Dolph Ziggler. I really believed that he could be the next Shawn Michaels in the ring, the next Ric Flair, the next guy that could just do it all inside the ring. But somewhere along the way, something happened. And now, this guy, who I still have a lot of respect for in the ring, he's still one of the premier wrestling talents in the business today. But what is all this with the crazy entrances? And the it seems like there's an attention vacancy or something that he's trying to grab, or you know, getting in the ring and proclaiming to be the best ever, but without the pedigree to back that up. Um, what do you, do you have any thoughts on this I mean I know you've been on the show For a long time and you've heard me Express my thoughts of Dolph several years Ago when he first arrived on the Scene um, Where's his career going is he Is he on his way out Do you think
2: I'm not so sure that he's on his way Out I just think that it's a way to Try to <clears throat> rejuvenate His character and and maybe try to build him back up a little bit. You know, when he became the world heavyweight champion, when the titles were still split back in the day, he was basically one of the top superstars in the company. And they were building him up in that regard. But my understanding was that he started getting some major heat back in the locker room. And, you know, the wrestling business you know, it's a brotherhood in the locker room, and, and, and you have to have yep. respect, and, yep. and you have to earn it. And if you do anything that jeopardizes that kinship or that bond that you have with your with your brotherhood in the locker room, then, you know, you're not going to get the push that you may have once gotten or, you know, the fans may think you deserve. So it was pretty obvious when they took the title off of him and started basically just doing him as a mid-card jobber that um, mm-hmm. there was something going on. So maybe he straightened it out,
0: and maybe
2: this is their way of trying to build him back up into a new brand or a new character.
0: Well, certainly, certainly different. I mean, and it's getting some tension, that's for sure. Bull, no mercy coming up. We're about out of time, but do you got any word on scene and range? You got a prediction yet? How you think this one's gonna go? It's a big match.
2: Well, it's um it's gonna be a tough call. I you know I don't think that they're gonna to want to uh break Reigns' push right
0: now. Will Cena put him over? But uh uh that's
2: I'm not ready to make a call on that just yet. (laughs) And thank goodness I hear the theme song in the background, so I'm safe.
1: (laughs) Boy, go get you a hot dog, man. It's over for tonight. thanks
0: for listening to this week's Joe Allen Show. Once again, for my co-host, Barry Bull. I'm Joe Allen. We'll talk to you next week, same channel, same time, here on the Joe Allen Show. So long, everybody. Hey,
2: Bull? Hey, Bull? Bull?
0: Hmm. Bull? You there, Bull? Hmm. Well, I was going to tra- oh, trick you. So- oh, I'm Hey, hey, Joe.
2: Hey, Jay. hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. I'm sorry. I had myself on mute. Listen. Listen, I forgot to ask you my trivia question, and we'll take it a minute. You ready? Good. Here we go. True or false, at 25 years, one month, 13 days old, Yokozuna became the youngest WWE World Heavyweight Champion. True or false?
0: Fans, will talk to you next week.
2: Come on, true or false?